This is the uh, welcome along. This is the first podcast of the um, behind the sport, um, yeah, podcast that we're going to do. So this is uh, this is I'm Shane. I'm Beardy Snaps, uh, and open your eyes. Other guy, my eyes are a lot. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> um, this is this is pretty much how many takes are you allowed? This is Brent from uh, from Lux Performance. He's uh, yeah, fairly well known for being a one of those guys, but uh, how you doing today, Brent? Good, mate. Good. I'm just uh, just perusing the Drive Tribe articles for the first of April. Yeah, April look, Fool's Day. Um, so loving loving some of the stuff there. So it's really put me in a really good mood. And um, you know, anyone that knows me well knows I, I like a bit of a joke. I can take a bit of a joke. Um, yeah. Look, later yeah, on, I'm going to have um, the. I always get his title wrong. Uh, the head of Australian content, uh, John Coleman from Drive Tribe, is actually going to jump on a bit later. Uh, just have a bit of a chat about what they're uh, what they're all about. Um, in addition to uh, DJ uh, DJ Labshire or Labshire, um, I'm sure he'll set me right when he jumps on. Uh, he's going to come and tell us what he's been up to with his videos. And um, Andy Malkin, young young fella from uh, Perth, who's uh, should have been racing Formula V's, sorry, Formula Fords this year, but um, you and your Formula V versus Formula Ford. I know, I know. So I'm, you I'm, get run over by one. <laughs> when racing starts, I'm just going to like build a little concrete bunker and just hide behind that for the first few race meets until everyone forgets. But uh, yeah, so he's going to jump on and we'll have a bit of a chat with him and see how uh, see how he's doing and. Of course, you know, obviously the biggest news at the moment is that, uh, you know, there is no motorsport. There is no sport of any kind in the world. Uh, everyone's pretty much locked down and been told to look after themselves. So, um, you know, we're also going to make sure we get a few businesses to uh, yeah, get their name out amongst this, you know, especially small businesses that don't have, you know, some financial backing to see them through these times. So um, there's a few fitness girls um you know even car park sellers you know obviously like yourself as well um and you know just other small businesses that we can you know just get them to uh yeah get involved and send us some details and you know we'll make sure we get it out on this podcast because at the moment you know the the short term you know is that we're not doing anything and we're all going a bit stir crazy um the long term is that we need a you know businesses especially you know, need to be able to recover so that then they can re-employ people so that then they can spend money and so the cycle continues. But uh, I'll try not to dwell too much on that today. Um, I think that's covered pretty much by everyone and everything at the moment. Um, yeah. But of course, the, the, the other, I guess one thing to come out of this is uh, sim racing has just exploded, uh, especially in Australia and I mean, around the world. You've got like, um, Hando Norris doing a fantastic job um yeah, yeah a comical job <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> calling calling other f1 drivers and team bosses and asking for tips and stuff so um yeah try and get a try and throw up a bit of a clip from that a bit later but um yeah so i think i guess uh we'll, we'll get dj on the line and uh find out what he's up to and go from there mm, for sure Right, so uh, DJ Labshare has jumped on board. So how you doing, buddy? 
not bad. Yourself, mate? Yeah, good. It's nice to see you got a shirt on for a change. Yeah, you know, got to got to get the mitts out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> what do you South Africans do? <laughs> <laughs> Says the Kiwi in the corner, mate. <laughs> yeah. I got a bit of a trination. Trinations going on. Yeah, we got yeah. you living in in um in uh, <laughs> you know little little England or little London or what do they call it? East London. What's that? With the well, Ellen Hood. <laughs> Ellen Ellen Hood. Yeah. Yeah. The old old Ellen Bronx. The um. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, East London, hey, mate. What have you been hmm? up to lately? What have you been up to lately? Well, considering we're kind of all you know stuck at home. Yes. As we, <laughs> with all the all the rubbish that's going on at the moment, it's just yeah, ma- mainly focusing on my videos. So, cranking out it. It's actually just literally yesterday I went and bought a whole new p- PC, um, wow. so I can actually crank out edits at a, at a better rate because the old PC was starting to struggle. Yep. You know, doing <laughs> trying to trying to be a bit more creative, doing a bit more things with After Effects. You know, the nerds will know those programs, but yeah, you know, make making things a little more more fancy. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then also, you know, trying to get the 33 back on, on the track. Yeah, so, so I saw a photo of you, uh, which uh, I'm going to put up <laughs> on the screen right now. <laughs> and, uh, Damn you. <laughs> and uh, that, that's of you, uh, yeah, pulling a bit of a face because you put your turbo in. So Yeah, so I got, got the new one on there now. It's not, not fully on. Yep. It's bolted down and all that sort of stuff, but I've got to take it to Andy at Hyperdrive and get the um, elbow welded up so that, I don't use a 90 degree silicon joiner. Anyone that's used one and replaced five of them will know why. <laughs> they love to blow open, but yeah. So chuck it, chuck one of them on, do the return line, and then yeah, then should be should be good to be retuned. And then just got to do a, you know a few bits like panel work and a few other things. So yeah. Yeah, nice. Busy. <laughs> Have you hit up Mr. Lux Performance for any parts yet, or what? Um, I've got to hit him up for a cast elbow at some point. So yeah, what size do you need? Because I don't have any two uh, and a half inch left. It might be two and a half need, inch. It'll be two you and a half suck. inch. <laughs> yeah, it's a Kinagawa 3071. <laughs> oh, that's right. I can. Uh... You suck. Nah. Oh, that two. I can get two and a half inch so back in stock. All right. All right. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, because I was thinking the other the other spot. If if I got stuck, there's one one joint in Midland, but again, probably closed. So. No, yeah. Support support your local. <laughs> how how soon do you, how races, soon do you need it? Races, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, races help or oh, drift races helping drifters races. Helping races, it's most people. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So no, the um probably in the next next couple of weeks. Nothing nothing too okay, that's urgent cool. yet. That's sweet. Then so, yeah, now I'll have I'll have one for you, dude. Mint sounds no good. Stress. So yeah, yep, Matt, that sounds good. Yeah, then just that, and then hopefully yeah, pull the pull the rear end straight again after hitting the wall. <laughs> um, you and then the you're not the guy that went into the uh, the the actual pits at Wanneroo Raceway, are you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So at, at one of the events, Nishi D, we they we use concrete blocks because of the tracks we run. They use them to divide the actual track surface. Yep. So that if something does happen, someone's steering arm snaps, someone panics, hits the throttle, they're going to hit a wall rather than hitting another car. So it's just a yeah. precaution, but the wall was in a spot where as I flicked, car just understeered, snapped around a bit too late, just 
flicked me into the wall. So, yeah, so, safe to say it looks like an Ebisu car at the moment. <laughs> oh, dear. So what was your latest video that you dropped? The, so that one's just the Nishidi trailer. So I've got, got the trailer out at the moment. Trying to... That's the, that's the whole reason. What's that? It's gold. It is, it's a bit fancy, DJ. Like, <laughs> Cheers, um, man. I must admit, dude, it's a little bit flash. <laughs> talking about bit, the logo, logo on the ground. Like, did you see the logo on the ground? Like, I was expecting yeah, how long did it take to... you to make that out of chalk? <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. I had, I had to get a few kids involved, you know, and get them to colour in a bit, but... <laughs> but I threw threw that in there as a bit of a bit of a thing, and it's funny. I was expecting people to message me, you know, and I had one person message me, and that was Geordie. He's like, being to the track that often, I know what the ground looks like, but to see the logo on the floor tripped me out. I was like, <laughs> mint. <laughs> so yeah, safe to say, I think a few people I've asked if they've seen it, and some had to rewatch and noticed it and lost it, but but uh so. Working on the on the final bit of that now, the um the final edit should be around about twelve to fifteen minutes long, but cool. it's just yeah going to be lots of just lots of action shots you know just from the event. Essentially, uh, the premise is I want to show what the event's about, but also not do what every other single person's done, because you know there's that standard recipe: couple of car clips, some tandem clips, some people smiling, and away you go. Where yeah. You know, trying to trying to change it up a little bit. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Well, um, look, we're going to show that clip right now. And um, thanks for jumping on today. You can stick around if you want. We're going to head up with uh, John Coleman from Drive Tribe next. So you can stick around and have a chat with him if you want. Uh, <laughs> I, might, I might just sit in the corner. I'll be the other, the other Kiwi in the corner. The other Kiwi in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll take our sheep and take a seat. <laughs> yeah, there's some barbering. So yeah, to look yep. up uh, DJ DJ Loveshare, you can see his uh, handle on his video. Uh, feel free <laughs> to jump on, subscribe to him, of course. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy this video clip. Oh, there's no other driving in Perth sort of like it. There's no other events where you can sort of take your mates and have a bit of fun with, you know, a group of cars and all get pretty close together in the infield. Um, the layouts of Japanese tracks, which you never get to drive anywhere else, so what better place to be?
Radio. So now we have joining us John Coleman. He's the community manager for Drive Tribe Australia. How are you doing, buddy? Doing well, Shane. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. So, um, look, for those that don't know, tell us what is what's Drive Tribe? Well, I've heard it described as sort of like a Facebook group, but a, a big Facebook group where you can, it, it involves articles and quizzes and creating content, not just participating in the group. And truth is, it's, it's a lot bigger than that. Yeah. It's, I'd sort of just describe it as what's well, a social media app and a website with a whole lot of sections for off-road, um, motorsport, and then a, a main page where you'll see all the latest and best content. And anybody can create content on Drive Tribe yep. in, on a number of subjects, and the best content will be promoted to a homepage or one of the sections, okay. like off-road. So, so also, I mean, you've also got, um, you know, Clarkson, Hammond and May, the former Top Gear guys now, um, Grand Tour guys involved. Um, they're pumping out some content as well. You've got some uh, fantastic people like Mark Weber throws up some content every now and then. Uh, Corinne Shandrook, I hope I've pronounced his name right, um, who's part of the Sky Sports F1 team also posts up. So there's, you know, obviously, you know, the people that are posting up there, you know, you've got, you know, I post up stuff there. Um, yeah, you've got people who are up and coming riders posting up there. Um, so I guess you guys are giving a good opportunity for the, you know, for people to get their stories heard, you know, what they're doing and, um, you know, like you've been, you guys have been a great supporter of like West Australian motorsport and now Australian motorsport as we've been opening it up more. Um, so yeah, exactly. But before, I think before drive tribe, if you wanted to, you were nobody really, you, just wanted to write some articles on cars, you'd you'd set up a blog and, and nobody would really go to it. On Drive Tribe, you can create that content and the only measure of its success will be how, how good it is. And if it's really good, it'll be on the homepage alongside Hammond and May and other great content from yep. people who are really well respected. So what, what sort of content do you guys look out for? Like, are you looking for clickbait stuff? Are you just looking for stuff that'll be engaging? Um, you know, like, I mean, I'll, I'll put my hand up. I'll put up an article about, you know, AU front ends on like Bugattis and stuff and got a lot of uh, love for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, but I mean, obviously I put a lot of serious content up there as well. So, you know, are you guys looking for a good balance of the sort of you know, stuff to get people talking as well as, you know, the serious stuff or, you know, what, what do you, what do you guys look for? I presume you're talking, what do we look for to put on the homepage? Because yeah. basically if you, any content is, is, is great if it's good, but we may not put something about the wheel nuts of an MGB on the homepage that might just go to the classic car section. Yeah. So for the homepage, it's, it's, it's more an art than a science. What we, put up there varies each day we do like balance as you say yep we don't like clickbait clicky but not clickbait there is a difference yeah and um basically if you're putting effort into the content and it shows and you're presenting it well it's got a really good chance of of 
after liking it and promoting it yep. to the homepage. So now look, it's uh, obviously it's uh, April 1st today. So there's been some uh, pretty funny articles jump up there. So I'm just going to switch across now and uh, hopefully this won't kill everyone's connections. But uh, so the first article I've done up is by one of the Drive Tribe Australia guys, Neil Pope. It's uh, HSV launches 2021 Tesla range, which, um, yeah, it's just thing now like six and a half thousand views. And I believe the Facebook page is lit up a little bit with that one today. Yeah. Yep. The Australian yeah, Facebook thought, page for Drive yeah. Tribe. Yeah, you did? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought that one was no hilarious. I thought it was actually well written. It was almost believable. <laughs> Uh, what else we got going on? The uh, breaking news: Audi, Mercedes, and BMW agree to a merger. So that one's um. <laughs> Even got the new BMW logo. Impressive. Yeah. So this <laughs> one. Um, I'm not even going to. Sorry, mate. I'm not even going to try and pronounce your name. Do you, do you know that name? Ted? Is it Tejas Kocha? Kocha. Tejas, I think is T-Jess? how it's said, but I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, buddy. If you do end up watching this, uh, do apologise. Let us know your real pronunciation. Um, the Grand Tour is going to space uh, by Ben. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that could almost be believable, you know? Like, the, like them yeah. out to outer space would not be a stretch of the imagination, but... Um, no, especially with Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously they've, they've, oh, they've is... the bottom. Yeah, it's it is an April Fool's joke, but yeah, I mean, it would have been good to see those guys go up again, you know, and actually be in the Robin Reliant that they sent up previously. But, um, <laughs> and and I think, look, I think you might agree with this one, uh, John. I, I know everyone else seems to, but uh, the biggest thing on yeah, it is uh, Tiger King on Netflix. Which uh, I'm I'm hoping to watch tonight at some stage, but uh, Duncan has <laughs> from has uh, put in the home of F1. The uh, Tiger King Joe Exotic buys out Huss F1 to form Big Cat Racing. So <laughs> just again, just another really well written article, and you know, really you know, fitting in with yeah. you know what what's going on out in the world in terms of you know, like everyone's talking about you know watching this big cat show, you know, this, this, this weirdo and stuff. So yeah, look, um, I'll stop sharing that now and jump back. So, um, yeah, look, I, I guess, yeah, like, I mean, I want to say thank you. You know, drive tribe has been amazing for WA motorsport recently. Um, you know, and hopefully once everything kicks up again, you know, we'll be back posting lots more content and getting more stuff across there. But, um, yeah, for, for anyone that wants to get involved, what do you suggest? Just jump on the website, read some articles and just start posting? Absolutely. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you just there'll be a, a little box in your in your direct messages that with names of community managers that you can DM and talk to and they'll, they'll always be willing to help. All right, fantastic. Well, look, we'll let you what go now, you, mate. So, oh, hang on now. Oh. Boris has a question. No, I just thought, oh, <laughs> Boris has got a question there. Yeah. <laughs> no, so what's, so what's your background, John? How did you get so involved in, in the, the car side of things? Like drive drivers' cars, you know, like um, everyone's got their own story um, and, yep. and most of them are a bit more off than what you'd, you'd think, you know, so. Exactly, yeah. So I just always loved cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and loved writing and went on to drive tribe just 
um, before it was launched, they put out something saying, we're looking for people who want to create content, who have created car content before and sent in an application and that was accepted. So before Drive Tribe launched, we started creating some content on it ready, but to be launched. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's been cool. great and it's only getting better. Oh, and it's my daily daily fix now. So I've got to struggle with <laughs> balancing the time of actually doing real work and being productive and just scrolling <laughs> Drive Tribe and YouTube. Like, yeah, it's it's this whole isolation thing. I'm going to turn to a hermit the way things are going. But, so have you got a, is your background media or, you know, because a lot of your stuff's really well written. Is that, are you from a media background or just all self-taught or? Because a lot of the stuff. No. Yeah. So um, Drive Tribe is actually my first proper job yeah yeah before that it was it was gardening and mowing people's lawns <laughs> yeah wicked that's killer yeah that's, yeah that's that's wicked man awesome all Ooh. right well thanks for joining us john um i'm, I'm sure we'll chat Thank later you. and um yeah like we'll uh next next time i'll, I'll promise to wear a drive tribe hat and uh yeah, well, I don't even recognize you without your drive tribe hat on. Yeah, I reckon. No, it's really smelly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you sure well, that was just the hat? Well, it was, it was me as well, but uh, we definitely cleaned that up. But uh, yeah, so. needs to rotate them regularly. Well, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be able to do that if someone sent me another hat and some. Just needs to wash. It just needs to wash regularly. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> John. Hey, John. Bye. See ya. <laughs> I knew that had happened as soon as I mentioned the coffee. <laughs> What's that? He's just gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. <laughs>
my IT business, um, family, I should say my family's that's correct. Um, my family's IT business, we decided to sponsor you this year um, and, and, you know, to help you get out on the track a bit more. Um, but, and, and in that conversation, you know, part of what really got me excited to get behind you was the, was the question of how do you, how do you got in started in motorsport? And from our, our conversation, I remember there was a bit of a bet involved with you and a car, your father <laughs> getting out on track. So uh, tell us about, tell everyone about that one. Well, first I just like to thank all my sponsors and KLB system for you guys. But yeah, it was, um, it was quite interesting how that all started. Dad brought a XL out the back of Wanneroo in 2017. Um, one of the first original four in WA, actually. Um, and we uh, had a... Well, Dad always changes his mind what car he wants and what he wants to do with them. So I reckon we had that car probably for two months and we never drove it. And Dad's like, oh, I'm thinking of selling it. And as the category was growing and more cars were showing up, I was like, well, at least give me a tuning day. So I've never been out on the track and I told Dad, I said, look, if I beat you in times, there was a bit of banter going on for about a month. If I beat you, we have to keep it. Um, but he put it up for sale. We had uh, one tuning day and I think I was about two seconds quicker than him. Um, and he just he couldn't believe it, uh, <laughs> two seconds quicker. But at the same time, we had someone from over east willing to actually purchase a vehicle, but they pulled out of it couple of weeks later uh because transport was too expensive to get it over there and dad dad basically came home and said look we'll go racing and see how see how well we can do and how long his money can last basically yeah so i think i've chewed up a bit of that at the moment unfortunately sorry dad <laughs> so, so brent being the uh the resident technical guru i guess we can call you two seconds in an excel what's what's that What's that uh, sort of performance uh, to get two seconds over someone else in an Excel? How, tell us about that. <laughs> no, he's, I think Brent's tuned out. Yo, no, sorry. I lost the, I lost the audio. I see just as, you know, uh, for whatever reason, my Bluetooth decided to sync to the car from the headphone. <laughs> so, um, just after I introduced so, him, but he's our tech. <laughs> tech, tech techno retard here. Um, so, yes. Um, so I'm your resident tech expert on nothing technical. Uh, <laughs> on, on race car matters. So to, so it's just saying like two, Andy's two seconds over his dad, you know, like how, what a two second gap, you know, like in say four. Oh, his dad drives a Cayman. So I'd, I'd believe that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Andy's, Andy's dad's gold. He's, he's a lovely bloke. He's actually, Man, his backyard, um, if you like me and you like drinking beer, um, <laughs> you'd enjoy Andy's dad's backyard. It's, it's primo. Um, All but, I'm saying is we've got a golf course. If you always want to come over, we can have a bit of a swing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <that's, laughs> it, is, it is mint. Um, no, I've seen Andy drive, man. I, I was in the – so I've got the two XLs, right? Um, Andy yeah. was in the crappy XL, and he was still a second quicker than me. Yeah, right. Um, I can't, yeah, he's, he's, and we're trying to tell someone else at the moment that's, that's wanting to get into it and just to talk to Andy and just, because the dude just is honed, is honed in on his crafts. He's, he's watching what, what people are doing and, and trying to figure it out. Like, his line on turn one is perfect. 
yeah. every time. I, I can't stick it. So, um, no, I believe that. And he's just got better and better and better. Andy is an immense talent out there. Um, you know, he's um, in the Formula One terms, you'd say the best of the rest on setup. Um, yep. You know, the the red XL was an absolute rocket ship. Yeah. That's you know? uh, found its way to your garage, I believe. Now that red one, or is that? Oh, that, I got the second. I don't know. I've got that one. I got the second one. Uh, Andy's You've got first the uni, the race. uni noodle shooting yeah. car. Yeah, I got the car at the one he drove to uni that was going to be built <laughs> as a backup car for the for the race car. Um, yep. The race car is sold now, though, hasn't it? Yeah, no, that went over to. Um... Harry Douglas Motorsport and uh, the father and son team over there. Now they're going to join up with 77 and 88. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the little red machine back out on track, actually. Yeah. Be, uh, so the- be a good little thing to see out again. So um, <laughs> last year you did the uh, Rise Racing driver search um, competition program with Nick Percat as, the, I guess, the guest judge um, flying over. and Yeah, so I believe you came fifth in that one out of all the drivers. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. It was um, a very good experience to do and I understand how I, how I work under pressurised conditions, basically. I was mm. quite nervous going into it and each round as well, you've got a big build-up and I put a lot of pressure on, my, on myself to perform um, and to get that phone call each time and to make it through to the third and final round, I was uh, extremely grateful for um, and it was a really good experience. So if that happens this year as a possibility. I do recommend it to any other aspiring race car driver out there to just go and give it a go. Yeah, um, it's, it's a lot to learn. They're really good feedback-wise as well, and they'll jump on the data and show you where you're going wrong and what you're doing right and guide you in the right sense to just be better. Yeah. So um, we, won't do, we won't discuss dollar figures, but obviously yeah, there was a cost to enter the, the driver search, because you know, there's obviously costs involved with yeah with racing, but the, the dollar value you must've got back from having someone like, you know, Nick Perkat in your corner, you know, in, in your ear, basically, you know, giving you tips and tricks and stuff like that. Um, especially after he smashed the, the lap record in the, uh, July <laughs> round of the racing last year. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, um, BD Suter as well, you know, having him in your, you know, that availability, um, yeah, you know, I guess that's where you'd find your worth from this as well. You know, regardless of whereabouts you'd finish up, you know, would you say you'd find worth just just purely out of that that feedback and everything you got from them? Yeah, hundred percent. That was actually one of the reasons why I entered into it. it wasn't to, you know, this, everyone's sole goal is to go out there and perform and win. But for me, it was actually to take away uh, their advice and better myself as a driver. So to go in there and for both of them, Nick Perka and BD, they were superb in how they could talk to drivers and different drivers and understand what they were doing wrong. I mean, they can just watch from the sideline and really just see what you're doing wrong and changing a few things up and you can find a couple of tents here and a couple of tents there. So they were really good on how they went about it all. There was so much information given out on the day as well. Um, Yeah, both of them are just, you can see, especially Nick Perka, just how professional he is and, how he's been in in motorsport, I guess, how he's so high up, how he can feed that back down to local categories and local drivers. So, you know, it was really good. Yep. Now, you also, uh, Garth Tander was back in town 
late last year, I think it was November, December, doing a school. Did you end up going along to one of those? Yeah, I did so with Fastlane Racing um, with Brett there. Garth was another school day where he came along. I think we had about 20 people come down. Um, and Garth was really well-spoken um, and he's just a really nice guy. He was happy to have a chat with everyone. Um, and the same sort of thing down there as well, just was able to watch, make people progress throughout the day. And it was just really good to watch that. So that that's something just for anyone, opportunities come like that to WA, which isn't often just to jump on board. Yeah, look, I mean, obviously once we, we're back racing, that'll hopefully be a lot of visitors. You know, there's a lot of stuff planned, which I knew about for this year. But um, with that all on hold, are you, um, you know, obviously... I mean, you, have you got a simulator set up at home yet? <laughs> no, I, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Thanks for rubbing it in, though. Um, <laughs> no, it's, look, I don't have anything like that. I'll just have to stick to PlayStation and the controller. Um, <laughs> yeah, or just, or just watch other people like Lando Norris go around and get a laugh out of that. But I definitely love one. So if anyone wants to donate me one, uh, <laughs> please hit me up. Yeah, look, John, John at uh, Racecraft. John at Racecraft. <laughs> John at oh, Racecraft, yeah. you're listening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, I was hoping that we would have been able to have done a feature with John by this stage, but uh, just a few things got in the way. And then, um, yeah, so look, what's, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, where, whereabouts are you hoping to end up with your motorsport, Andy? Look, for me, I um, really like TCR and how especially TCR has taken off in Australia. Um, yep. But that is somewhere where I definitely want to go and take that overseas. That is a category that I just really like. And I think it's just going to keep growing year by year. Yep. So, yeah, TCR for me, um, and especially budget-wise, I think that's the best way to go if you're on a small budget. So And Lux Performance, he's on the, the I think they call it the ARG, <laughs> ARG Cup. <laughs> He's he's on yep. a, he's on a few cars out there, so watch him him live. Yeah, yeah, no, it, uh, TCR just for me is just the category I want to go to. So. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I think I I believe I personally think that um, TCR is probably the next true global category. Yeah, because it's still it's still relevant to yeah. manufacturers, and it is still um, uh, production based, so it has a lot more. Um, impact for Joe Normals. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's 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 sponsor friendly. It's it's more engaging. Um, I mean, GT3 is the ultimate, um, but the TCR model is it's working everywhere around the world at the moment. So it is truly going to be the next global thing because it's relevant to everyone. Anyone can go in. The matter whether you're in America or Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Germany, you can go buy any of those model cars off the shelf or, you know, or might just go any of them. You can go buy off the shelf. A couple of them are a bit boutique. Um, the racing's not stupidly priced. You know, if you're a privateer yeah. and you had, you know, a professional team, it's, it's not a, you can just ring up and say, yeah, I've got 50 grand. I want to come do a round. It's, that's that's yeah. beyond state level guys. But if you've got the professional backing and you are proven as a driver, it wouldn't be hard to get, get to that level yeah 
And um, so once Andrew's won the Formula Ford Championship for 20, um, I'm sure he'll be in TCR 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, mate. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> and look, I mean, I, I got to see TCR run at uh, the Bend in November last year as part of the Shannon's Nationals, which is now Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championship, a.k.a. Smack. Um <laughs> I'm going to keep using that. Like, I, was, I was so looking forward to going to Smack this year. Like, getting yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. Got to go watch Smack at the Bend. What? Yeah. yeah we're going, I was going to hope to do a whole segment, you know, part of this podcast called Talking Smack, but um, that's on hold oh, now. But, but look, it was um, it was so cool. Like the the varied talent and the budgets, and you know, had like Russell Ingle was out there. Um, a lot older than I realised he was. Um, <laughs> you, know, you had so you know, young guys. Um, you had uh, oh, I think Thomas Randall was in it. Um, he was doing dual duties. I think it was Thomas Randall um, and a couple of others doing like that and S five thousand. So you know that's uh, Ben Brown. Ben Brown, yes, yeah, Ben, ben Brown. Brown. Thank you. Um, Thomas Randall's just in my head from, I think he slipped up on the podium later on that day and stuff. And yeah. Got a, yeah was a oh, what what I really like about the category is the, um, the, the cars are all pretty evenly matched. Like they've, they've picked good platforms for the cars, but yeah. you, you get that old school. Um, pro, it's not proper racing, but you know, where you get to see the strengths of different cars, some cars quicker through turn and, start of the corner, mid corner, some cars are just bullets in a straight line. Yeah. You get to see yeah. that again, which you sort of lost a little bit with some of the other categories over the years. Yeah. You know, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's wicked. And I think that's why um, you're starting to see it get so popular because the racing's varied. It's not ridiculously expensive. Um, and there's some true talents in the field that, it, you know, really keep an eye on. And with some of the changes they've made to like super two and, Pro two over you know the last well for this season, I think that's where you'll see a lot more drain there. And we're seeing some of the bigger teams go towards TCR locally. Um, you know, you know they're shooting for that international spot. Yeah. And, and the fact that if you wanted to, or if you got the support, you could pack your car in a container or arrive in Europe and jump into the pretty much similar car and within a test session have it dialed into how you're comfortable because it is you know real similar. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think to add to that as well, it's not only appealing for manufacturers to put their cars in there, it's appealing for the drivers because it is such a diverse field. Um, yeah. And, and there is up-and-coming up and coming race car drivers and ones that have proven themselves already. So it's a good, good field to actually prove yourself and prove how you can drive. So, I, yeah, especially just for manufacturers as well, it does suit today's market. We're all in that hot hatchback. Yeah, well, it's, we've been there for a while. That's that's yeah. probably what killed some of our local manufacturers, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you, you see it in, you know, like over east, specifically with production racing, you've already seen it flowing down in Sunday Kill there. Um, IP's starting to come around to it in some of the cars. You're starting to see the dominance of the mid-2000s Hondas now. So it's it's mm. been coming for a while. We've just been blind to it. Um yeah, it's man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, there's some other cool categories. You know, like TCR um, TA2 cars. Yeah, they're pretty cool, but it's a it's a single. You know, everything's 
pretty governed. It's pretty much the same. It's only really relevant here and in America and the, the couple that got going. And is it China that got them going now, Andrew, I think? Yeah, I think um, they do, actually. Yeah. But um, no, TCR is just, yeah, TCR is just, I think it's where it's at. The racing's cool to watch. Yeah. There's, there's a fight everywhere in the pack. Yeah. That, that's what I think is cool. You know, you're not seeing these huge deficits across the grid. You know, like Formula One. Formula One's cool. It's the best, best cars money can build. But when you're seeing cars four laps down or, you know, yeah. more than a lap time deficit across a grid, that's not close racing. No. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, so, um, now look, back, back to you, uh, Andy. On your wall behind you, you've got four photos of cars up there. Was it four or was it two? Three. Got three. three. Okay. You're wrong. Take yeah, another pick. Always pick Have another go. Always pick six. <laughs> was, well, his head was in the way. It looked like there was you know, like a divide there. Uh, what, have, what have you got up in your wall? One isn't a photo of you. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and if none of I've them are the my king. photos, why, why not? I've, I've got the king in the middle, Peter Brock. Um, always looked up, looked up to him as a kid, especially. Um, and Ambrose is probably my favourite driver until he buggered off over to NASCAR. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other one is... Oh, I've lost my phone oh. there. <laughs> Falling down. I think the other one could be... Oh, I don't know who that is. I, I don't, it's someone. It's someone. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know. Some guy. Yeah, Ambrose. Wall. Ambrose yeah. is wicked. Bring back Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, I think that could be Wing Cup. I don't know. Yeah. Wing Cup. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so uh, next next week on Beyond the Sport, we've got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got a I got a out in the in the games room. I got a uh, signed poster from Wing Cup. Yeah. yeah me, me and him's go way back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if you got a <laughs> please gotta leave that one there for now. Um <laughs> you got a uh a bit of a favorite favorite memory from motorsport so far, you know, I mean it's fairly new I guess for you and Yeah. Um probably have to be my first round in Formula Ford in twenty nineteen yep. for the last round. Um that was a really fun day up there and I really learned a lot as a driver. Um, and how to overcome driving in certain conditions and issues with the car. Yep. Um, it was a really good day. And even though it was race two, I had some overheating issues with the car and I had to basically get out of the slip dream, which hurts you heaps in those cars. Um, you just fall back down the pack. But it's a really close category. And every opportunity in that class, you've got to take it because otherwise someone's just going to take that opportunity on you. And it's so easy to lose two or three positions and then gain back two or three positions. So now I learned a lot from a Ravecraft point of view um, in that, that day. And I think that would be one of my highlights. Yep. All right. We'll just uh, start to wrap things up. DJ, you got anything you want to throw at Andy? Oh, I mean, I, I'm from a drifting background. So it's sort of, but just touching on the point that you make with, you know, the thing with Nick Perkat and learning the technical aspect. It's something I see like a lot of drivers tend to sort of, you know, lack come to coming to drifting is they, you know, they'll, they'll set the car up, the car will, they think the car will do the work, but it's just, yeah, 
spending that time with someone that's more experienced and just going, look, whether the information is valuable or not, even if you don't know their background, taking that information in can make a huge difference. And it's, it's good to, to see that that can apply, you know, it's, it sounds logical when you think about it, but it can apply across, you know, it doesn't matter what division, like, you know, a person can be an F1 driver and they can be teaching someone in Excel, but they, the principles, the key, the key principles, that little bit of recipe is a key thing that people tend to, you know, you can pick up on that and, and work on it. You just, you progress a lot faster. So have you ever gone? Yeah, that's it. No, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> Brent. Um, it's definitely something I want to give a go because those guys have got amazing car control. So yep. the, the way they can <laughs> bloody <laughs> spin those cars around. But the, um, yeah, no, if, if there's a drift day on, feel, feel free to come down, find the, uh, find me. Or what? Yeah, and um, yeah, I I can yeah, I can put you in a car. <laughs> so yeah, no, I definitely um, have to take that yeah. uh, take that and come down <laughs> and have a look. I've I've yeah. watched you guys a few times. I've been amazed actually how you guys do some things because I've got a mate down there, Josh Watkins. Do you know him? Oh, Josh, seriously? Yeah, yeah I went to school awesome. with him. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. chiller. No, he's he's a, really he's a hell guy. good friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, oh, he's been really good. He's, yeah. he's another guy, mark my words, as a driver has gone from here to like here Absolutely. in the space of, in the space of like eight months. Honestly, yeah. all of us are shocked. He, he's a, it's going to give him a big head, but that kid can drive. <laughs> Honestly, he, he can drive a car. Like I'd be surprised to see what he would do in a circuit scenario. Like he just, he That's adapts good. so well. You, you literally could be in the car with him for five minutes and go, Okay, you did this, this, and this wrong. Next lap, bang, perfect. It, it's amazing to watch. And that's just that's stuff killer. you can't teach either. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's just yeah, that, that, that natural talent that someone's got just to go, okay, I was showing this. Cool, I'll apply it. Yeah. So that's, that's mad. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, just... I played footy with him too. He's a good footy player. Yeah. He played up a year with us. So, no, he's a yeah. good kid. Good to hear that he's doing good in drifting then. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's definitely... He's, when he starts competing properly, I think he's going to be another contender. I, I think the only thing that's going to hold him back will be, you know, depending on car setup in comparison to the other cars, like some of the higher horsepower cars. But yeah, you give him a low horsepower car and he'll dominate. It's yeah, he's a he's definitely a super talented driver. Oh, so you, Mister uh, Mister Brent. <laughs> Me? Yeah, got anything oh. you want to throw at Andy? Well, I just, yeah, I was going to ask about the simulator stuff because, you know, seeing what everyone's doing and, and obviously Andy being a bit, I don't want to sound old, but just being a bit younger, um, <laughs> seems to be, you know, I'm just, I'm as dumb as a door when it comes to sitting computers up, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm, I'm very impressed that you're actually on this oh, video call. <laughs> just, just briefly to, to add to that, for that simulator thing, have a chat to Josh about his rig setup. The simulator okay. rig, because we, we, we practice set of course with drifting and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You can get a setup going for relatively cheap. Yeah, it's not going to have the motion effects and all that, but to be able to do something like VR or a tri-screen setup where you've got the, the like span display, yeah. you can do that for fairly cheap. You don't oh, have to go... Oh, hook us up, and... DJ. Yeah, DJ, oh, hook us up. Yeah. Send, send me an invoice. <laughs> what are we, we going to do? Go like, <laughs> link, link down below, like DJ's <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can link. No, I've I can... got, 
I've got a space just out here that's that's ready yeah. for one, but I need well, to sell a car to, my, to, to buy one of John's setups because they're nine grand. Don't, don't, don't laugh. My room's a little messy, but there's my drift sim there. Oh, yeah. yeah so you. that's like a, literally a frame I built out of an old tire changer and some square tube and then just an El Cheapo Logitech uh, G27 wheel and away you go. You know, it's, yeah, Wicked. you're not, you know, it gets you on track. You can sort of practice, especially for circuit racing, you know, you can practice your line and that sort of stuff if you, if you want to. And what about the, because all the, all the monies and the pedals and the the, feed, the feedback on the if, pedals, that's what it blows me away. It's, it's really if, realistic. If you want to go for something like, if you're going to do iRacing and actually compete, then yes, spend the, the three and a half to four grand on a steering wheel setup. Um, and, and decent pedals and things. But if you just want to do something where it keeps your, the finer motor skills in check, you know, like for me in drifting, it's tandeming and, and actually hovering next to another car. Like I found I could one-to-one adapt that to chasing like one of my best mates, Regan, me and him could, I could drive blindfolded next to him and we'd literally sit like that because we've practiced on the sim enough that we, by just by hearing the tone of the other car, we know what the, the other person's doing. So yeah, if you if you're gonna do proper like circuit heavy circuit racing with a heap of cars, then it gets expensive. But you can build a rig just to keep your you know you're in check or, or you know practice a track you haven't driven before and that sort of thing. You you can go from there. You know with, with just the basic setup. So but yeah. No, I think we'll have to do some um, segments of the show. You know, in the short term around some like I know John's keen. I talked to him about getting down there this mm. week. Um, I'm, I love driving the Radical at Suga Sportsland. That's yeah. probably my favourite favorite track so far. Like most real, what, what I fit, what feels real to me. Bathurst, I just can't get my head around. Um, but um, Suga <laughs> Sportsland, like it's just a really good track. I like it. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, going back to drifting, um, the whole reason we sort of brought, built that Commodore, um, it was too good a car to wreck. To, to put the motor and box into the other 180 I got. Um, and then I wanted a way to take people for passenger laps and keep my hand in drifting because it's, it's still a sport I'm really passionate about. Um, yeah. But then there's a lot of a lot of guys coming through, like um, Paul Pissaris's boy, Jake, and, um, you know, like Andrew and, um, uh, you know, there's a few other guys that have been keen to, to try drifting and they just don't know how to do it. I mean, just go see Ken, do one of the days or man, just tell me when you're free, we'll just chuck the Commodore out on the, out on the skip yeah. pad, put two cones up and just link it. And, and I was just, when I drove it the other day, I was like, Oh man, this car, this is this, this one ten that I got that I've just picked up. It'll have to be really good to be able to beat on like that Commodore. That Commodore just drove really easily. Mm. Like, it was stupid. It, it'll never be yeah. competitive compared to like, like, Regan's car, for instance, it'll yeah. never flip like that. You'll never be able to do that. Yeah. That flip. But you can but see just you can on link that again. And you can control throttle with it yeah. pretty well. But it, Look, even yeah, having just before have, we get down this uh, drifting yeah. path, is there anything else for Andy? Sorry, Andy. It's interesting to listen. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, this is, we'll get Andy in more often. Like this is all we're going to do is just dribble. Crap. Yeah. Andy's <laughs> going to win the Formula Ford Championship this year. Andy's going to have a, and then have come a go drifting. on one of the XLs before I sell it. He's probably going to have a go in the VE, either in an IP race or a... Um, I'll, I'll take him out main track, fourth gear backies into cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a spare pair of underpants that day. <laughs> nah, it's, 
Matthews are wicked. Um, it's good fun. <laughs> yeah, no, Malcolm's going to go places. Just yeah. trust me. And then, as as yeah, much as we can with the, with the local setup, you know? Yeah. Look, Andy, do you want to uh, give any of your sponsors a quick, quick yell out? Yeah, I would. I'd especially like to give Alloy Magic out this year for jumping on as the naming light sponsor. Um, also, Auto Pro Monaroo um, got Mark down there and all the boys. They've, they've been there for day one. So, big thank you for those boys. Bathroom International Melville as well, they've hopped on this year. So, I'm really glad about that. I've got KLB Systems and Brent from Lux Performance who has supported me from day one. Um, so, all, all my sponsors and I've got a few lining up as well. Just a big thank you. Yeah. especially in these hard times and for sticking it out with me yep. and believing in me. I just really appreciate it. So no, yeah, thank okay. you guys. And, so, and which Formula Ford are you driving this year? Is it full fast? Um, yeah, no, I'm racing with fast lane this year uh, with Brett. So that will be really interesting. I'm getting the car painted and we'll, we'll get it stickered up soon. So hopefully we can do a bit of a release on that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to be, who drove it last year? It's one of the championship winning cars. Uh, I just forgot his name, actually. But it's the one that Bryce Moore has drove, I think, back in 2018. So, no, it's got a bit of history. So, I'm looking forward. Yeah. Hopefully, I can add to it. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks for joining us, buddy. And, um, yeah, you're welcome to stick around if you want and listen to Brent <laughs> DJ dribble a lot of shit. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> all right. I'll just sit here quietly. Talk smack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk smack, not on, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, thank you very much, buddy, and uh, yeah, you can stick around. Awesome, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, so pretty much, yeah, today we had on uh, Andy Melkin from Melkin Motorsports, DJ Labshire, and of course, John Coleman from Drive Tribe. And uh, you know, I guess episode one, you know, we did have a bit of a different plan for this whole thing, we're going to be sitting around a studio and drinking beers, although I know. The Lux performance over there is still drinking beers. Um, so, you know, look, over the next few weeks, yeah, we'll do a few new things, get a few more people in, and, um, yeah, just hope, hopefully this thing will evolve quite nicely. And uh, when we get back out on racing, we'll be uh, trackside. Um, we've also got some gridiron stuff coming up. Um, you know, not just motorsport, um, but, you know, obviously this episode we are. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, <laughs> much to some other people's disgust, but um, yeah, look, I think uh, I think yeah, being a little bit diverse is cool, um, and yeah, most of these guys, you know, especially the gridiron guys, gridiron guys are actually big motorheads as well, so might be able to get some of them to squeeze into a car and maybe do like what I did at the sponsors night for street cars grab last my year. Grab my legs. Grab my legs. Old handbrake. So, so anyone that doesn't know the story last year, when, uh, Brent, lovely, lovely man, Brent is, um, invited me down to the street car racing association of WA. I've got that, that around the right way. No, you got right. Hey. Um, and invited me down to, you know, a few laps and that. And, um had an entertaining time getting into the car so i had to crawl face first uh into the driver's seat and then sort of twist my body around um good old andrew suv i can't pronounce his last name um suva suva he uh he was the low he was the gentleman that took me around since brent's useless and hasn't got his passenger license yet um so <laughs> around um 
there's a bit of a handbrake incident where the handbrake got left on. Uh, in his defence, it was his first time in the car and there wasn't much mm. travel on that. But anyway, that's that's an ongoing discussion. Um, <laughs> so by the time we got back to the pits, um, you know, Brent Brent pulled up actually at the top of uh, what turn four, I think we were at when we pulled us over the old the old 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 pit lane up at Wanneroo. Um, pulled yeah. us up there and yeah, we checked the car and went back to the pits after a couple of cool down laps. And then uh, trying to get out, um, the hint wasn't taken for Andrew to get out of the car. <laughs> so <laughs> it was awkward uh, climbing into someone's lap uh, face first to start with. And then I think, I think he might have got the hint after that. Okay, no, he didn't actually. He stayed in the car. Like, face first into Sue's lap, um, which was exciting times for all. And then I've stuck my legs out of the car and realised that I was actually stuck. So the uh, cry came out, grabbed my legs and pulled. But, um, I, I kind of wish now I had have actually got Kelly to record that because that was uh, made it good. Oh, we can we can reenact it for the. Oh. I've changed I've changed the roll cage and the the skyline. So Lappy's done. I've updated a few bars and I've changed the door bars. When I originally built that cage, built the door bars massively high because it, it was the first shell after I had a crash at Collie and hurt my back. Yep. Um. So we built that cage probably with door bars they were within spec but they're way too high to be practical especially on a car if you take passengers um so it's got a lot lower parallel bar door bar set up now um and then we've got the v commodore which has got the next size up big boy seats in it for the passenger because there's a lot more room in a commodore yeah and it's got big boy seats and the, it's got an x for a door bar but because the car's so big it's actually quite easy to get in and out of yeah. so it'll, it'll make it a lot nicer for you in future Shane. Fantastic. And then you'll be able to put, yeah, and then um, you'll be able to have Andrew next to you. You won't have so much room issues. And um, the, it's got a completely different style handbrake set up in the V. It's got a big, big vertical one. Um, but yeah. Oh, it was good times. Really did, a, did have a good night that night. So, but um, yeah. So, well, actually, uh, I think we might uh, finish up now. And if you guys got anything else, um, save it for next time. So next time. <laughs> and uh yeah look, we might finish up actually with the video from that yeah. night from the uh um the streetcar sponsor night so we'll finish up with that and uh yeah we'll see you guys all next week uh this will be all out on spotify youtube uh itunes if they let us uh, and uh soundcloud i think so yeah keep an eye out for it make sure you subscribe check out andy check out dj check out brent um, and of course, Drive Tribe, of course. Thanks very much, guys. We'll catch you next week. Cheers.
Shut up and sit down.